Disneyland, deemed the happiest place on earth. It truly is a place that you can fully immerse yourself into and forget the outside world. When you are in the park, you see no buildings, no billboards, you don't even see aircraft flying overhead up to a certain height. Walt Disney created a place that no matter your age, you can enter the walls of Disneyland and feel like you've just come home. There is nothing like it. And even for me, on my drive home from the park, I'm simply counting the days until I get to go back. But even the most beautiful places soon encounter a blemish. Since their opening, Disney parks, including Disneyland and Disney World, have racked up a staggering 91 deaths. Now, this does include those who have passed of natural causes, as well as those who have committed suicide on the park's property and resort. With those who scatter grandma's ashes on the grounds, or those whose recklessness caused them their lives, Disney parks seem to have gathered its own ghoulish haunts through the years. So, let's dive into that. Welcome to Audibly Haunted. I'm your host, Ani Kachadorian. Now everyone knows the story around the fire station apartment. Once you walk into the park in the middle of Main Street Square, there sits the Disneyland fire station. Above the station is a window, and in that window sits a table lamp with its light on. This apartment was used by Walt and his family when they would come to visit the park. When Walt was in the park, he would turn on the lamp in the window to signal to all who were there that he was among them. The park was Walt Disney's brainchild, and I do believe even after he left this earth, he left his soul behind in the park. Shortly after his passing, the cleaning crew would still head up into the family apartment above the station to keep it clean and to keep it tidy. One night, as the cleaning staff entered the apartment to clean, they noticed the light to the lamp was on. They did their duties, and as they turned to leave, they turned the lamp off and left. Once they made it outside onto Main Street, the person who cleaned the room looked up to see that the table lamp had been turned on again. Perplexed, they went back into the apartment and switched the lamp back off. Again, they made their way outside, looked up, and the lamp once again had been turned on. The cleaning crew was frustrated, so they went back up into the apartment, turned the lamp on, but this time the individual stayed and waited. They wanted to see who was turning on the lamp. After a moment, the lamp simply turned itself back on. The employees feel this is Walt burning his lamp because he never left. To this day, the park leaves the lamp on. 
Along with the lamp being on, the crew has also reported footsteps and knocking coming from the empty apartment. To top it off, crew who try to turn the light off have heard a voice that states, I'm still here. It seems even Disneyland couldn't escape the standard woman-in-white ghost that haunts its grounds. It feels like almost every haunted location or story features the eerie woman-in-white that creeps up on you. But this particular woman-in-white, however, does not feed the traditional frightening storyline. This woman is suspected to be someone who passed at the turn of the century, long before the land was even used to build Disneyland. People speculate this because when she does appear, she's in Victorian-style clothing. She's also said to appear around the stores at Main Street and wander around after dark. Maybe she finds her solace at Main Street because it looks like it's from the turn of the century. Articles written in the Orange County Register also state that the ghost has helped lost children find their way to the baby care center once they've lost their parents. This is where parents can finally reunite with their kids, all thanks to the woman in white. Disneyland, to so many, is a place of solace and escape. It really does live up to the title of the happiest place on earth. Some people love Disneyland and Disney World so much that they wish for it to be their final resting place. Disney Parks is no stranger to loved ones fulfilling the wishes of their loved ones and scattering their ashed remains within a ride or throughout the park. This became such an issue that Disneyland created a job position of someone who it is to be sent out to literally vacuum up the ashes left behind. Countless people have scattered ashes, releasing the souls of their loved ones into the park. And with them unfortunately being vacuumed up, I believe they never truly are laid to rest. This is why shops throughout the park are reported to experience unexplained paranormal phenomena. One of the fourth floor stockrooms of the Star Trader in Tomorrowland has crew reporting cold spots and eerie feelings of being watched. In the main store, they found items moving and being rearranged on their own even after the stores have been closed for the day. One of the ice cream carts on Main Street seems to have a woman's ghost that lingers and calls out to guests. Guests and crew have heard a woman's voice call out, yet there is no woman behind the cart. I believe even I have experienced one of the wild spirits of Disneyland before. During a visit with my high school bestie, I sat in the upper floor of the Golden Horseshoe in Frontierland. While we dined on their amazing chicken nuggets, I felt something brush against my leg. The only way I can describe it was the rushing of either a small child running by or the flap of a long dress brushing me while the person passed by. Both of us immediately looked under the table, but 
found nothing there. When I asked what she had felt, she stated the same thing I had felt. Something had brushed against our legs, yet there was nobody else on our side of the seating area on the balcony. I do believe that the park really does have 999 happy haunts, but not all of whom actually died within the park's walls. One of the most famous deaths to occur at Disney World in Florida happened in 1974. On a warm summer day on July 8, 1974, 18-year-old Deborah Gale Stone worked as the hostess for the America Sings attraction, leading in and greeting guests for the ride's last showing. This ride was more of an experience, where you sat in your seat and there were six different seating areas rotating around a stationary platform featuring several different stages. Each stage featured different animatronics that sang and talked. Deborah Gale Stone stood stage left and greeted guests on the microphone. Once the audience was settled into their seats, she introduces the show and the attraction begins. As the show began, in its first transition, the audience heard a horrific scream. But they all thought it was a part of the attraction. What the audience didn't know was in the dark, Deborah had not realized how close she had gotten to the rotating wall. And as the walls moved, she was crushed between the stationary and rotating wall. A witness told police he saw what he thought to be a child get pulled between the platform and heard a scream. The ride was closed for two days while safety lights were installed that told operators when someone got too close to the danger area. They eventually put in breakaway walls to prevent something like this happening again. It is jarring to watch, but there are home videos on the internet that surfaced of the exact moment Deborah gets crushed. Just as the video fades out, you can actually hear her scream on the video footage. Once the ride was reopened until its closure date in 1988, crew members would state they could feel a strange presence around them, especially if they were unknowingly venturing too close to the edge. Crew have even heard a young female voice that calls out to be careful as they worked the ride. With such a traumatic death, the soul leaves an imprint. So maybe Deborah was still working the ride, protecting those from meeting the same fate as her. In 1984, 48-year-old Dolly Young ventured to Disneyland Park in Anaheim, California with five friends from Arizona. At around 3.30 in the afternoon, Young and her party loaded up into the famous bobsleds at the bottom of the Matterhorn Mountain. Now, this is a time when the Skyway Gondola Ride was still in operation and the ride glided itself through the openings within the mountain. An Idaho family sat 
in the gondola as it made its way into the mountain and over the track. Don, the father, watched as a scream erupted out of his 19-year-old daughter. She screamed, oh my God, someone fell out of the car. His daughter told police it appeared that Young fell and bounced on her back onto the track. Young appeared to be getting up when she was struck by the next bobsled, approximately 33 seconds after falling out of her own sled. Don yelled for his daughters to look away. The family in the oncoming sled thought the body lying on the tracks was a prop to add a frightening factor to the ride. As they got closer, the horrifying realization set in. Their sled struck Dolly Young on the head and torso, killing Dolly instantly and trapping her body under the rapidly moving bobsled. The ride auto-shut the section down, sensing something had gotten stuck in the track. As a man from the sled ran to go get help, he told workers not to look upon the horrifying scene before them. It wasn't fully understood how Young got out of her seatbelt and seat. She was seated in the last seat as a single rider, as a child was alone in the front. It is said that Young unbuckled the belt to assist the child, and that's when she fell out of the sled. It was reported that no issues were found with the ride or the seatbelt. It was reported they needed to dismantle the section of track to dislodge her body. The very next day, the ride was up and running, and the sled Young fell out of was in use. However, the sled that struck her was taken off for further testing. The seatbelts at the time were a loop in the belt that was held together with a friction fastener, not like the locking belts of today. So who knows? Maybe Young undid her belt to assist the child in front of her, not knowing what was to come. Even though it's been almost 40 years since this tragic accident, park employees claim to still sense her presence. Employees have stated seeing the apparition of a woman and or feeling the sensation of being watched. Employees at the end of the day take shifts to walk the full ride, looking for fallen objects. When they reach the big cavern and the section which was named Dolly's Dip, most find themselves saying hello before passing through as the air in that section is so thick with the feeling of being watched. In that section, the lights that light up Dolly's Dip never functioned. A park employee stated in their six years of working the ride, the lights that lit up that area never worked. They would be changed and right away would burn out without any explanation. By far, my favorite ride at Disneyland has to be Haunted Mansion. Well, for obvious reasons. I literally made a paranormal podcast because I love ghosts and scary things. Going back to guests scattering ashes 
the Haunted Mansion is the most popular choice when it comes to deciding where to throw their loved one's ashes. I guess it is a big old cemetery, so I can't really blame them. In the 90s, a mother who had lost her son at a very young age took his ashes and scattered them in the Haunted Mansion ride. Some speculate that this really was the choice of the mother, and not exactly the wishes of the young boy. Nevertheless, the young ghost boy named Timmy seems to have made a name for himself as the ghost boy of New Orleans Square. Both guests and crew have seen Timmy, and some have even felt him. It appears Timmy loves to get guests' attention by tugging on their jackets. Guests have stated feeling their hair or their clothes tugged on by what feels like a small child. When they look down to see who it is, there's nothing there. When in that section of the park, a family had reported seeing a small child running through the crowds like he was lost. And when they tried to follow and find him, he just appeared to have vanished. A maintenance worker who one night was cleaning the exit of the ride knelt down to clean and felt their hair tugged and heard footsteps running away, but there was no one around them. Timmy also frequents the Haunted Mansion ride itself. He has been seen on cameras after the ride is closed, sitting on the doom buggies as they go through the ride. And sadly, the crew has also heard the crying of a small boy near the end of the ride. Disneyland is a land of magic, of enchantment, and for some, it's the place they spend their last days or their afterlife. Don't get me wrong, Disneyland is incredibly safe, and if the rules are followed when you buckle up for a ride, believe me, you'll live to tell the tale. And if you are interested in more ghost stories, there are a lot of personal experiences all over the internet. It's definitely worth looking it up. The lands are a safe haven for many, and for those who pass on, they even wish to continue their life on the other side, roaming the park forever. In my heart, I want to believe that while the living enjoys the park, there is a Haunted Mansion-style afterlife, where those whose ashes are scattered or those who passed on the land enjoy their own version of the park. And maybe, just maybe, while both worlds harmoniously exist, parallel to each other, there are those moments where the living encounters the dead. This has been Audibly Haunted, and I'm your host, Ani Kachadorian. You can find Audibly Haunted wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, you name it. Give it a listen, drop a rating, a review, and share with all your friends. 
Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you all next week.